one fund on point for today. The expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, the vice chairman at Vetify, a site that has everything you need to be a superior investor in exchange traded funds. It's got what's new. It's got what's trending. Tons of research and data worth checking out at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares U.S. Oil and Gas Exploration and Production ETF, ticker symbol IEO. IEO, iShares U.S. Oil and Gas Exploration and Production. A really interesting pick, Tom, because, well, everything that's been going on with the energy sector has been positive, but there's a lot of concern about what could be happening as we get into winter and the effects of war in the Ukraine on energy and oil and gas. So why this ETF now? Well, a couple of things, Chuck. Number one, the trend is still your friend here. So it's above its 200-day average. Also, we've seen a decent pullback in oil prices. You know, we were touching in the last year almost $120 a barrel. Now we're below 90. It seemed to have stabilized a bit. At the same time, there's an ongoing demand for oil, natural gas. And as we get into the fall and the winter months, that's not going to pull back anytime soon. In addition, we've got supply issues overseas. So if there's any way we can help with what's going on over in Europe, we'll probably be doing that. And a lot of the companies that are in here are multinational companies that can also take advantage of those opportunities too. So with all that being said, and when you look at the PE ratio, which is in the single digits, the, the PE on this ETF and the index and the underline is less than seven. 6.7 PE ratio, price to book 2.3. Compared to the S&P 500 with a 17 PE and a 3.3 price to book, it's still relatively cheap. Well, in fact, it's interesting to me, you know, you cut your teeth at ETFtrends.com. Yeah, trend following is your nature. And we talk all the time about 200-day moving average plays, et cetera. This is a, an ETF that is above its 200-day moving average. But as global oil prices have dropped, it's gotten to where it's closer to its 200-day moving average. You're talking about valuations. We don't normally talk about something like, hey, it's above the 200-day average, but it's kind of maybe been put on sale a little bit of late. Like, is that Part of your thinking too, like that's an interesting trend following thing where you're above the average, but you're not so far above it that maybe there's a, an additional opportunity. Chuck, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. I mean, if you are a trend follower and you're looking for areas in the market to invest in, a lot of times if you look at a area of the market that's been above its trend line for an extended period of time, many people will throw their hands up and say, oh, I've missed it. I'm going to have to wait till it comes down again and then it goes back up. That isn't necessarily the case. A lot of times there are areas of the market that will come down, touch their moving average, and then rebound. So, yes, I think talking about the technical aspects of investing are important. Overweighing the fundamentals, when you think about it, the fact that these companies are relatively cheap in nature, they actually have some decent yields as well. 
when I was looking at this ETF, I couldn't believe how inexpensive it was compared to the rest of the marketplace. And if you're trying to pick your spots during these periods of time when, hey, we've got rising interest rates, we've got inflation, we definitely have issues overseas, we want to make sure that we're protecting the portfolios while also providing opportunities for growth. This is one of those areas that if you like picking your spots, you want to make sure you've got part of it. You mentioned that it's got a decent yield. How good is the yield on this fund right now? So the yield's about 2.4%, which when you look at everything being said, well, the whole yield situation, Chuck, has changed dramatically. The two-year right now is 3.6%. It's crazy how much rates have gone up and the fact that the two-year is actually greater than the 10-year. We've got this inverted yield curve, but there's yield out there if you want to grab it, but you can also shop in other places. Ultimately, real return is on its ear because we've got an inflation rate that's over 8%. But in this case, you're getting paid to wait. That's the 25 or 2.4% when it comes to the yield. Now, the flip side of this is you are talking about big domestic energy companies, which people have in their portfolio. So this is really a tilt in this direction. How much do you let this be of a portfolio? How big a tilt are we willing to make? Every week when you ask me this question, it, it depends on who you are as an investor. I would just say this, oil, natural gas, it's not going anywhere. Although we talk about being carbon neutral, we talk about natural gas, we talk about electricity and wind and solar, those transitions are happening, but it's going to be a small slow pace. And it doesn't mean we're bad people if we're investing in oil because it's part of our economy. It's part of our world. And especially when inflation is hot, it's a way for us to offset the negative effects of inflation that may enter your daily lives. So w with all that, I would just say, look, you've got in the S&P 500 and as many people have a high correlation of the S&P 500 Oil, where just two short years ago was maybe 4% of the, of the S&P 500 or energy-related companies, that's almost doubled. So if you own the S&P 500, you've got less than 10% allocation. You've got something there. I would say that you'd want to have another 5 to 10% on top of that because we've got a bit of a run that we're probably going to have to go through here as Hopefully, we get stabilization in prices, but at the same time, demand isn't going away. And that, by the way, Tom, is why I ask that question all the time. Because even though, yes, obviously, what somebody does depends on individual circumstances, the explanation of here's what you're looking at with the big broad index, and here's what you get when you add this fund, and here's maybe how much you want to let it go to be, that's still an important thing. And yeah, the individual can fine tune it, but the answer is in there, and that's kind of important. And the other thing that is important here, you know, you talked about how we're not bad people if we're investing in oil. But just as we talked about, well, hey, you can tilt your portfolio this way. If somebody is an ESG investor with a spoken desire to be a green investor, they're going to sit this one out, and that's okay too, right? They may, but again, it's oil and gas. So you've got the whole natural gas aspect of it there. When you look at all aspects of energy today, we're seeing 
liquefied natural gas, we're seeing wind, we're seeing water, we're seeing solar, all becoming intertwined. And these multinational companies are not, not just parked in fossil fuel. They're expanding in all these areas. So as these long-term trends continue, the companies that make up this index are participating in all those areas. And that's why the iShares U.S. Oil and Gas Exploration and Production ETF, ticker IEO, something worth looking at now. It's the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, great stuff as always. Look forward to doing this with you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. And I'd love it if you would check out my hour-long weekday podcast at MoneyLifeShow.com or on your favorite podcast app. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, getting better research, learning what's trending, and much, much more, check out Vetify, Vetify.com. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday. Make sure that you don't miss any by following along on your favorite podcast app. And if you have time, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review because they really do help. Until we do this again next week, happy investing, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe.